yo, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. We've got another great episode for you today. My name is Jason. I'm the owner of Outdoor Legacy. And as always, I've got my co-host Hans from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. What is going on tonight, Hans? Oh, man, when you kick it over to me, you make it kind of sound like I'm your sidekick. If there's anybody <laughs> that is the Lone Ranger of this show, it's me. So let's put that out there right well, now. Okay. So, sorry, <laughs> folks. This is the Hansi's Texas Show. I'm Jason Robertson. I am just here to assist. I'm the Vanna White of the show. <laughs> we are uh, we are back. It is Thursday. Uh, if you're listening the the morning of the show, thank you so much. Uh, Continue to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. We're getting close to 10,000 subscribers over there, uh, and we appreciate it. And thank you all for listening. If you are, before we get jump into it, uh, the whole reason for this show, if you are interested in purchasing any night vision or thermal optic, uh, give us a call at 877-350-1818. Any of the products that you hear about on the show, you can check them out on OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Uh, but if you are in the process of of trying to buy something or decide on what to buy and you need some clarification, you need some guidance, uh, give us a call 877-350-1818. But we have got another review this week. And this is uh, the little brother of, a, of an optic that we've already reviewed uh, previously a few weeks ago. Yeah. So today we're going to review the um, iRay or InfraRay Micro RL25. Five. Now, I'm, Hans has got his on a rifle. I'm going to go ahead and hold this uh, little bad boy up right here. Uh, tiny, as you can see, basically fits in the palm of your hand. And we did. We recorded uh, a show a few weeks ago, a uh, review of the big brother to this unit, and we called it the big brother. Uh, it's really the exact same size, but it is a 640 high-resolution unit. That's called the mm -hmm. RH-25. And this is the RL25. And I'm going to let Hans go over all the specs, tell you what this thing is. But I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and go on the record and say this before we get started. Because you may be looking at it, Sim. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Um, is that a monocular? Is that a uh, you know handheld? Is it helmet mounted? And the answer to all of that is yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we will get into more of that and tell you what this thing will do. I'm going to let... Uh, Hans kind of rattle off some of the, the specs and the important information, and then I'm going to come back around and be his Vanna White and uh, you show, show you this thing and, and what's going on here. All right. I'm going to show it on a rifle right now, so if you're not watching on YouTube and want to see what it looks like on a rifle, go check it out. But uh, here it is. That way I can show it and put it away. But this is what it looks like, the RL-25 mounted on a rifle with the American Defense Manufacturing mount. We're going to talk about all the mounting stuff that you need to uh, to be able to put it on a rifle or on a helmet because there is this is a multifunctional thermal optic. But we're going to run through the specs real quick, uh, starting with the price. The price of the the RL25 Micro is twenty nine ninety nine. All IRA USA optics come with a five year warranty. Uh, so one of the one of the best warranties in the industry. Five years is is definitely above the average for for a thermal or night vision optic. It's a 384 by 288 thermal core resolution with an uh, AMOLED display, 12 micron, 50 hertz refresh rate. It starts at two power and goes up to eight power. Now this is different 
than the than the 640 RH25. The RH25 was a one power and went to four power. The this the RL25, which is the 384 resolution, starts at two power uh, and goes up to eight power. It is a four times digital zoom. It has a 25 millimeter objective lens that is focusable, uh, video and audio recording, four different color palettes, three different reticle options. Yes, obviously this can be mounted on a rifle just like you saw, and it does have reticles that you can you, reticle you can turn on and off. Uh, it does have Wi-Fi. Uh, that you can stream to uh, an app on your phone, the Infrared Outdoor app. Uh, you can use that app to get videos and pictures off of your device. You can also use it, what they call in viewfinder mode, if you want to look at your phone or tablet while you have the scope on pointed in a at a feeder or whatever. That way you don't have to have your eye on the eyepiece uh, all night long. Um, it runs on one 18650 battery on our bench test. Uh, we got about four and a half hours of runtime. With that battery, it's a great thing. 18, any optic that runs on 18650, uh, it, we are a big fan of, obviously, because the the availability of those batteries and how inexpensive they are. So you can get, oh, you can get a, a rechargeable 18650 battery for 10, 15 bucks, and you can have a whole pocket full of them. Each one of them, you know, depending on the ones that it come with, you're going to get about four and a half hours. The quality of the battery can dictate a lot of that too, uh, but they're so cheap. You could just have a whole pocket full of them. Really? The de they say the detection range is 1,375 yards here on the show. Detection range really, uh, I don't want to say doesn't mean a lot, but more importantly is the ID range. Um, I would say, uh, in line with a lot of other 384 optics, the, the identification range is going to be anywhere from 200, possibly 300 yards. Uh, Jason, I know before the show, you were out looking at a coyote running across your field with it at about 200 yards. Uh, yep. So, and you, and you said you could plainly tell it was a coyote. I had the same oh, experience. I so. Yeah, I could have yeah. shot it. I mean, clearly yeah. he was, uh, I'll have to go back and, and get the exact yardage, but he was um, at least 200. I mean, two, right. 210. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. So two to 300 yards identification, that's the most important measurement with, with these optics. But yes, you can uh, detect a target much, much further than that. Uh, the Operating temperature, uh, minus four degrees Fahrenheit, up to uh, 122 degrees Fahrenheit. A lot of guys up north call, you know, that way up north and say, is that negative four? I mean, is that the, the dying point of it? Or can I go a little bit, you know, into, you know, colder, you know, minus 20? Will it still work? I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. We don't have an opportunity to test it in that cold of weather. But we sell these optics to uh, people all over the country. And Jason, correct me if I'm wrong. We've never had one come back and say it was too cold. It, it didn't work because it was too cold. So. <laughs> no, and 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 yeah, and speaking of that real quick, I mean, guys, if you are hunting in that just super, super cold stuff and you're hunting in, you know, negative 10, 20, whatever it is, um, I have heard stories about different optics. Uh, I had a guy tell me this week uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't one of these. It was a different unit. It wasn't even a, uh, an iRay product, but he was using it. And like negative 22 and he said the screen like i don't know went wide on him the whole mm -hmm. thing just froze up locked up it was a brick couldn't do anything with yeah. it got in the truck uh you know sat there for 15 minutes thing warmed up everything worked perfect uh but he could only use it so long i mean he was well below right. what it was rated for so what i would say to you is 
it's not that you're you're gonna you know expect to damage the product. Is that there just comes some point that normally the display screens uh, can't you know handle that cold mm -hmm. of weather, or maybe it's mm -hmm. gonna be something with the thermal sensor. But those electronics, when you get that cold, or you know, could have problems. So I think if you're right. if you're gonna be out there and you know negative twenty, you may need to tape some hand warmers or something to this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So negative four degrees Fahrenheit all the way up to 122 degrees Fahrenheit is IP67 weather rated. Uh, the recoil uh, that this can withstand is anything from a uh, a, a 300 wind mag, uh, 700 uh, mag. It'll take anything less than that as well. So can, uh, three, I'm pause you right there. I don't yeah. want to interrupt you, but I do want to make a point. I was going to talk about this in a minute, but um, if you use the included rail mount, uh, mm. included mount that comes with this unit. I'm holding it in my hand right now. Uh, this comes in the bag. We're going to go over a minute what all comes in the box with it. But uh, if you put this and put it on a rifle, uh, this is a, a spring loaded uh, mount and you can put this on anything, including a 50 BMG. So mm. this is uh, with this mount. And we'll talk right. about the other mounting options, but if you use the stock standard mount due to this, you know, spring loaded and you got to put it on the right way. Okay. You don't want to put this thing on backwards, uh, right. but you put it on where, where the recoil hits those springs. Uh, you can basically put it on any rifle you got. Nice. All right. So uh, the weight with the American defense manufacturing mount that you saw mounted on my rifle, uh, just over 17 and a half ounces without the mount, you're going to be close to about a pound. Uh, so very lightweight. And the last thing is the field of view. Uh, it is the field of view is 55 feet at a hundred yards. So that wraps up our specs. And, uh, Jason, I know you're going to walk right. around the, walk around the optic yeah. and what it comes with in the bag. Yeah. So let's start with the bag. We'll get this cumbersome thing out of the way. All right. So uh, it comes it's, it comes in a hard box. Uh, I don't have that. Obviously, I can barely even show this, but it does have a, you know, nylon type uh, padded bag. Gosh, I'm dropping stuff out of here. Um, you know, cushioned bag. It's got foam in it. So if you're worried about traveling with this, want to protect it or something, uh, you can absolutely put it back in this bag and uh, it will be fully protected. I mean, it's it's got, you know, a half inch to an inch of foam all the way around it. I'm going to go through this stuff quickly. Some of this stuff doesn't really matter to you. Um, you know, a lens cleaning cloth, I'm not going to show you that. Uh, it has got um, the Allen wrenches you'll need for, for mounting the mount on it. Uh, it's got, gosh, this is so hard to get all this stuff out of here, y'all. It comes with a dual 18650 battery charger um, included with that charger is the uh, the plug uh, you know into the wall as well as the usb cable that you'll need to, to charge that so those are just uh, parts for the charger it does come with two high quality 18650 batteries so you're going to get two of those batteries. It only takes one at a time in the scope. So you've got a spare. Really like that. Um, also, let's see here. What else is in there? Okay, I already showed you the stock mount. All right, so if you want to mount this on a rifle, uh, and it's not quick detach. Guys, it's got thumb screws here. This is not going to be a guaranteed return to zero or anything like that. I mean, it, it, it might, but I would say if you take this off, you're probably going to want to re-zero it. 
uh, but you know it does come in the box with it. You have got a very wide eye cup here that you can change out if you want this big wide eye cup. Um, it comes standard with this shorter, uh, you know, what I would call more of a, a normal standard eye cup already pre-installed on it there. And let me see what else is in here. I'm just digging through. Um, let's see what. Oh, here's another part. Um, it, it's it's another piece that you might put on the bottom uh, for mounting. All right, I think. Okay. Oh, last thing. Sorry, guys. It's just it's cumbersome to do this on video. Uh, this is a big cable, and uh, this actually this blue thing on here is just a protector for the end of that. All right. So, what this is a little strange. Uh, this unit has a seven pin. Uh, external connector. So I'm going to go ahead and hold this up. It's got a rubber uh, little cover over it and right underneath there is a seven pin connector. And that is how you're going to uh, transfer all your video uh, off of this unit. Now you can do it uh, with the app. I believe Hans, you did that, didn't you? Or did you mm -hmm. use the USB yeah, cable? Yeah. Yeah, I knew you just pulled some video off. We were talking yep. yesterday. And so you can do it with, you know, wirelessly with the app, but you can plug this into the side and then plug it into a computer. This is a big, heavy, bulky data cable. Um, you know, I, this is not a little rinky-dink thing. I mean, this is a specific plug that goes into the end of it. This is not something you're going to have laying around. So if you're going to want to do that, you're going to want to keep that. That's important. Don't lose it. Uh, so that's basically what comes in the box. Uh, again, everything you're going to need from a standard Picatinny rail mount all the way to, you know, uh, two batteries, chargers, a spare eye cup, you know, the, the full mill deal. Now, holding the unit up, uh, I'm going to just do a quick walk around. I mean, this is a little bitty tiny unit, as you can see. Uh, I mean, I, I literally, when I say, you know, fits in the palm of your hand, it literally fits in the palm of your hand. Um, on the top, I mean, very simple. You can see your three button layout here. Uh, it's you know, just very easy to maneuver through there. Uh, on the rear here, you've got your eyepiece or diopter focus. And then you've got this uh, kind of a, a cushiony uh, eye cup, again, that is removable. You can take it completely off or you can use the other eye cup that comes in there. Um, I've already showed you over here uh, this data port. Then on the front, what we've got is right here. This is the rubber uh, eye, um, can't say the word, lens cap, <laughs> eye cap, uh, lens cap. Now, this, this right here, I'm not sure what to think about this. Um, if you take this and you see how I just folded that back, you see that, folks? It, it, th there's kind of a way to literally just fold this thing over. And when uh, you Don't get do, too much into it because... That's part of my dislikes. So I don't know. But I just want to say I want to, But here's what I do want to say: there is a way. If if you if you take this, see guys, look, I'm hitting this. If you fold this right, it moves it out of the way. And I I, I mean I don't know if that's accidental. I really don't think it is. I think it's intentional. There is a way to move that, and it's it's completely out of the way. If you don't like this, you can very easily pop this thing right off and just push it off, take it off, put it in your pocket. I mean, push it on, take it off, put it in your pocket when you, you know, you're not using it, whatever. Anyway, just want to throw that out. 
And then you can also see this right here. Uh, this is your tethered battery cap. It does have a rubber strap on it, you can see, so you won't lose it. There is your 18650 battery in there. And that's basically it. Now, what I'm going to show you here, I'm going to go ahead and work on some of the mounting options. Let me get this battery cap back on here so the battery doesn't fall out. Okay. On the bottom of this unit right now, I have what is called the iRay USA Picktail Adapter. If you're watching this and you're in another country, I am sorry. This is an iRay USA only product. Um, we are not allowed to sell these out of the country. And so this, again, they call it a picktail adapter. You can see right here, it has got a uh, little Picatinny adapter, and then it's got this, you know, this hot shoe mount. Now, this will do two things. One, you can mount this uh, if you're helmet mounting. You can slide that shoe right in there onto your mount on your helmet. Okay, we're good to go there. And then as you saw on Hans's rifle, uh, and by the way, this piece right here, I mean, we sell these. Um, every dealer that sells these units should sell these. Okay, so this, I know there's some questions. Uh, I've had some guys that have, have called me and said, hey, I bought this thing somewhere else. My dealer doesn't carry these. Then you need a new dealer. Uh, he may be out of stock, but that's if he doesn't carry the normal standard IRA pieces for it, then he's not a good dealer. So man, this piece right a, here is a yeah man. That's well, a there's been I, there. <laughs> I, I am throwing flames because there has been some issues with some guys like. I bought this, but he doesn't carry any of these, and now I can't find it. Now I can't use it. He didn't tell me I needed any of this. So anyway. So basically, if he carries the optic but not the mounts, then he's not a real dealer. So Exactly. And if he's out of stock on them, I get it. I understand that. I mean, if you just, I mean, everybody runs out of stock on stuff. These have actually been, you know, pretty hard to get uh, at times. We'd run through them, and then IRA would be getting them made. These are made by American Defense. Um Speaking of American Defense, oh, and by the way, this is $129. This, this little mm -hmm. pigtail adapter, $129. All right, this I'm holding in my hand, American Defense. You can see the logo. This is called the MQD. This is the QD mount for it. So um, basically, it's, it's easy to see here what's, what's going on. This just mounts right in this Picatinny slot here in the bottom. And I said it's easy. It's easy until you get on camera. Then it's <laughs> nothing is easy. Let me get this in here. Um, good gracious, folks. There we are. All right. So now it's on the bottom. And now I am able to let me turn it around so you can see. I can now use this lever and I can quickly attach it to a Picatinny rail on a rifle. So I can, so again, if, if I'm, if I've got this on my rifle right now, all I've got to do is I can leave the mount on the rifle if I would like to, or I can take it off. Either way, there's two QD throw levers. Take it off, pull that. Now I've got this unit. I can hand hold it, or I can slide it into my helmet mount, whichever you want to do. Uh, this unit, right, or this, this piece right here, the MQD, is $199. It's $200, $129. So this is where the confusion gets with people. Do I need those? Do I need one of those? Do I need both of those? What do I need? If all you want to do is take this unit and use it as a handheld, then you don't need anything. Buy it. It's, you've got everything you need. 
if you want to buy this unit and you don't care anything about a quick detach rifle mount, you just want to mount it on your rifle. You don't need anything else. The mount that I showed you previously is in the box. You're good to go. So if you want to mount this onto a helmet, you have to have this $129 pigtail adapter. All right. Mm -hmm. If you want to mount this onto a rifle with a quick detach option, then you need both the pigtail adapter and the $199 MQD mount. All right. Mm -hmm. Very simple. That's what it is. Those are the pieces. Those are the parts. Um, Hans might have said this in some of the specs. I want to go ahead, and if he hasn't, I want to say this now. Um, I should have said this earlier, and again, maybe you did, Hans. This is not a clip-on, all right? The 640 model, the RH25, can function as a clip-on in front of a one or one-and-a-half power, um, you know, uh, daytime optic. Mm -hmm. This unit cannot. It is handheld, helmet-mounted, rifle-mounted only. And uh, there was some confusion about that early on. Uh, I will even admit this. Uh, I said, I answered a couple guys' uh, questions um, you know, on social media before these units were out or maybe when they had first come out. And they said, hey, can I use this as a clip-on? And I answered, yes, you can. That was the information that I was given. And we quickly found out that was only true for the 640 version that was one power. This two power model cannot be used as a clip-on. So it's, I'll be honest with you guys, very, very, very few people are using these as a clip-on. Again, it can only be in front of a one or a one and a half power max optic. So that's not the way most people are using it. But just FYI, the 384 version cannot. Hans, oh, I was going to say what I leave out, but I did leave out one thing. It does come with a full-size paper manual. Um, guys, I, I have some people that, you know, they'll get a manual. Some of the companies like IRA are putting paper manuals, and guys will complain. Well, the manual is, you know, it, it had a mistake or it wasn't. And I'm like, listen. You complain if it doesn't have a manual. You complain if it does have a manual. Uh, IRA's manuals are very thorough, and they are paper manuals, uh, at least for now. We're very mm -hmm. glad of that. Most companies have moved away from that. Um, one reason is they can't fix mistakes. They can't fix errors. If they, you know, make changes to the optic down the road, all their manuals mm -hmm. are wrong. But right now, IRA's got a paper manual. And I mean, this is a, a full-size, nice yeah. manual. It's so. it's one of the most detailed manuals that you'll get out of it is. all manufacturers to tell you the truth yeah. a lot of them are just quick start guides but this is a full manual so i want to jump in real quick to uh to the dislikes and likes and, and i'll start out because you kind of mentioned one of mine the the rubber um objective lens cover not a big thing but it is it, maybe i'm not folding it right maybe i i need to get you to show me how you're doing it but i know it flips out but sometimes it kind of still gets in the way and it'll creep back over to block the uh, objective lens um not a huge deal, you know, once you start messing with it. The plastic ones are nicer, but I can understand why this one really can't have a plastic one because it has such a small objective mm -hmm. lens on it. So not really that big of a deal. Uh, a couple of other things, and again, not a big deal. You can't use it as a clip-on. It's more of information, more than a negative. But you and I, our feelings on clip-ons. So I have no yeah. desire to use it as a clip-on, but nope. there might be some people out there that are like, oh man, you know, the 640 is a clip-on, but this one's not. 
it, it's definitely not. You can't use it as a clip-on. So yeah. uh, that's a, another small negative. The, the other thing uh, is the probably the biggest, and it's the menu. Uh, you're going to have to spend some time. Uh, Jason and I use a lot of optics, and we've gotten pretty good at uh, jumping right into an optic and being able to figure things out. This one, uh, you know, there's a couple different menus that you go into. Uh, you, you know, you're switching. There's a lot of functions. This thing does a lot. This little small unit does a lot. So um, whether you're in handheld mode, whether you're turning on a reticle, whether you're adjusting this, this, the settings, the menu is um, uh, a little bit, there's going to be a learning curve. <laughs> I'm going to There's jump going to in here. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to jump in here. I don't want to scare anybody off of this unit. It's, I don't think it's a reason to not buy it, but here's what I'll say. I personally don't feel like the menu, like the icons and the mm -hmm. things that it does. I think that's actually really pretty simple. I think it's weird button presses. I think that's the thing for me that is the, the menu I can, I, you know, granted, it's symbols. Okay, I don't care what yeah. scope you pick up. You got to know what the symbols mean. I mean, yeah, that's not hard. Right. You look at the manual, you figure that out. That that doesn't matter. It's the button presses that I think are not intuitive to me. Um, once you have played with it, if you sit down, which we advise everybody to do, you get the unit, get your manual, sit down in your living room, uh, you know, lean back in your chair and start playing with it and pushing all the buttons and figure what everything does, get into the menus. I always tell guys, you're not going to screw anything up. You can always do a factory reset if you don't know what you did and play with it. And once you figure out what the, how these buttons function, I think it'll yeah. be fine. I do not disagree though. Um, I, I don't want to say that the menu's hard. So I know there's some older guys that are like, if it's complicated, I can't do it. I don't think it's complicated. I just think that the buttons, mm -hmm. what you have to press to get into things, like you got to hold a button here and there. It's just, it's not intuitive like a lot of other scopes. So I would say no. that I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to no. say it's not hard. It's, it's, it's the yeah, weird button. I'm presses. glad you clarified that because it is, it's the, you know, to get into a certain item on the menu, it's a, a short press of the menu button, but to, to change, I don't know, it's up and down. You got to play with this thing. Uh, like I said, this is a multifunctional thermal optic. It's a great optic. Uh, mm -hmm. It does a lot of things, but when an optic does a lot of things, there's also uh, more ways to change things in menus and you got to, sure. there's a lot of different functions in there anyway. And, and let, um, me, let me say one quick thing. I, I'll wrap that. If, if, you're going to mount this. A lot of guys are buying this, to be clear. They're, you're mounting them on helmets. I know that. Mm -hmm. That's the majority of people that are buying this, and we're going to get in with this, who it's good for. They're mounting mm -hmm. them on helmets. If you're mounting this on a helmet, you're going to get this thing set up, and who cares? You're not right. going to be digging through those menus because you're not zeroing it. You're not you know, doing all these other things. You're putting it on a helmet. You might record some video, which is very simple to do. You know, Long press a button, long press a button, mm -hmm. turn it off, just like any other optic. Um, right. if you're putting on a rifle and you're going to zero this thing in, once you've got that done again, what are you going to do? You're going to, you know, you're going to record video and you're going to shoot. It's not hard once you set this thing up. I just don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, can't buy it. These guys say it's it not, hard. it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Uh, but like we say with any other optic, get it out of the box. Don't let your first, first exposure to the menu be when you're on the range trying to sight oh, against. <laughs> no, Sit no, down. No. Those are the worst and, phone calls. Yeah, it's the, the worst. Guys, he doesn't know. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm on the range. How do I turn this thing on? I'm like, yeah. Oh. So sit down <laughs> and play with it. it. 
sit down and play with it in your living room. Um, anyway, the, those are the dislikes, very small dislikes. None of these I would say are, should be a deciding factor in not to buy this optic, an otherwise fantastic optic. But these are, these are small, but let's talk about the likes, unless you have any more dislikes you want to talk about. Nope. I'm good. Okay. So uh, the likes, uh, and we can kind of just rapid fire this Jason or shotgun it or whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the first and foremost is the flexibility and the size of this thing. When I say flexibility, uh, I mean all the different uh, uses that you can have this for. I mean, whether you're, you know, you're, you're using it as a monocular, if you're scouting deer, if whatever, I mean, it's so small, it can fit in any pocket. Uh, you can uh, obviously use it and mount it on a helmet. You can use it as a handheld binocular. You can put it on a scope. It's a very good rifle scope, very compact on the rifle. Don't feel it at all. So I would say for me, the biggest thing is all the different uses uh, of this uh, small little uh, micro that you can do. I mean, it's just, and you know, a lot of times when it, when you have this many functions, it's like, it's pretty good at everything, but not great at anything. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a decent monocular or a decent scope. This is a great monocular. It's a great scope. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's a legit piece of equipment. Yep. So I'm going to real quick go down my list uh, and, and then we move on. We're going to run out of time. But we got to talk some more about this unit. So quickly, I think the biggest thing, and, and we cannot pound this enough, I hope that the manufacturers from other companies watch this. This is really for them more than it is for you, but it's 18650s. Guys, 18650s, this is where it's at. We are seeing a few more 18650s pop up into some of these thermal optics and it's just a huge huge deal uh, this is not just a hans and jason uh beating a drum this is our customers who we speak to daily that go nuts loving 18650 batteries way prefer it over CR123As mm. and way prefer it over the proprietary batteries that other manufacturers are using. So uh, manufacturers, if you're listening, your customers want 18650s, period. Right. I mean, so right. it's, again, I mean, I don't, I don't have to, Hans already told you why it's such a good deal, so I'm not even going to get into that. Obviously, size, weight, uh, the five-year warranty, that's a big deal. Guys, this mm. is a $3,000 optic. You can look in that two ways. You can go, my gosh, that's a lot of money. Or you can say, whoa, that's not that much money for all that I'm getting in a thermal optic. Uh, Either way, you've got a five-year warranty protecting that investment. That is a transferable warranty. What I like about this is you can buy this unit. You may go out and use it for a couple seasons and say, hey, you know what? There's some new model out there that I want. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this thing to my buddy or, or you know, put it out there online, find somebody to buy it. That guy can buy it and have a three-year warranty. Well, three-year mm-hmm. is what the standard in the industry. So he's getting yeah. a two-year-old unit, but he's got all the comfort of mm-hmm. knowing he's got a normal standard warranty left. So anyway, I think that's a, a big deal for me. And then my other like is the fact that it's a two-power. It makes this unit much more mm-hmm. usable to me. This way, it's much more usable as a standard rifle scope if I need to go out and shoot something with it if I'm using it as a handheld um, Mm -hmm. I don't mind one power but two power fits a whole lot more people Um, Mm -hmm. you know even guys that are using them on helmets now you're not going to walk around with this thing you got two power you know you can't walk around with it but a lot of guys that I'm talking to with them on helmets 
Uh, they're running maybe a, you know, a, a dual a PVS 14 over here for their navigation. Uh, where they get to where they're going, they're calling coyotes, calling hogs, mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. They flip the PVS 14 up. They drop this down. Now they're scanning across the field and looking with their thermal. They do have a little magnification, so they're going to be a little quicker and easier to identify. So mm-hmm. those are my likes on the unit. And I, I, we're just kind of, I know we're going to run out of time. I, I want to kind of roll into this, Hans, and, and talk about just our general thoughts on it and kind of you know who ought to buy it and and who shouldn't buy it and um my opinion on this unit is if you're looking for something that does well okay hold on let me back this up if you're looking for helmet mounting and that's all you care about great optic here you go Mm -hmm. this is it. it it'll do some other things you may or may not want it you know to do those things but it'll do them you don't have to use them there it is so obviously Helmet mounting, thermal, very good image quality, $29.99, bucks. This is it. This is your unit, all right? Uh, but if you want a, a small handheld that, again, you might mount on a rifle sometimes or mm-hmm. a, a helmet mount that you might mount on a rifle sometimes, I mean, I think that's where this unit really shines, again, is the multi-function um, I think if you're looking for just a monocular and it's just all about size, it's all about size. Um, you know, maybe you're deer hunting, maybe you're elk hunting and you're packing stuff in and, and you know, you got to be able to, to slip this in your pocket or mm-hmm. uh, somehow, you know, connect a lanyard to this thing. I think that's where this unit becomes really, really good and where I think it is the best unit mm-hmm. for that um, is this 18650. That's yeah. where I think even the other IRA, um, uh, you know, the ML19, <clears throat> which is a, a small 384 unit they have. It's you know just helmet mounted or handheld. It can't mount to a rifle. Um, it's a nice little unit, but <clears throat> it doesn't use an 18650. So I think that's the benefit here. Um, Hans, I'm going to let you talk in just a second. I'm just trying to get all this out uh, while I'm thinking about it. The, the last thing I would say on that is, <clears throat> in my opinion, if you are just going to mount it on a rifle, you're just looking for a scope, and that's it. Because I mean, I'm looking for a scope. That thing's small, it's lightweight, looks cool. Um, unless you're just doing a whole lot of really up close stuff and you're not hunting a bunch, then I think this unit would be fine. But if you're going to really like, man, I'm going to go out, you know, three nights a week, I'm going to use this all the time. I think in that case, I would go ahead and buy a full size thermal optic you know, in the same price range, I just think it will be, you know, if you're mounting it to the rifle and leaving it, uh, you're not talking about that much more weight. You're going to have, I just think a little easier, you know, button menu layout. So if that's all you're ever going to do, you know, I I don't know that it's the best deal for that. Uh, you know, if you're not going to use any of the other functions, but again, if if you're going to use a little bit of, of two things or, you know, a lot of two things, then I think it's a good deal. Here are the guys that, and I'll say it this way because this might be the best way to say it, but the guys that purchase this unit, I'll tell you what they do with it, and that'll probably give us a better understanding of what it's, what it's going to be good for. The ones that call up and, and purchase this unit and I talk to, they say, uh, I want something that I can have and, and be able to look out my door or look around my pasture, look at my field, and if I have to, 
I want to be able to have the opportunity to put on a rifle if I got to if mm-hmm. I got to shoot at a coyote that's trying to get one of my cows or one of my calves mm-hmm. or something. So, but I want to be able to have something I can sit on the nightstand or sit by the table by the door that I can just mm-hmm. grab real quick and go look outside. Or guys that say I want a monocular. Uh, to go with my thermal scope, but I also want something in case my buddy comes that mm-hmm. I can put on a rifle, let him shoot with. So I think the common theme or the characteristic of the people that are buying this is first and foremost, they're looking for a handheld or a helmet mounted thermal. Correct. The second, Bingo. yeah, the second most popular use would be a backup scope or, or putting on a rifle scope if you need to for, for protection of, of your, of your, you know, livestock or whatever, you know, just something you can throw on real quick to, to take a shot. But people are, are typically not buying this as their primary and only thermal weapons site. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking, like Jason said, if you're looking for a thermal scope that's going to be on your rifle 90 to 100% of your time, look at the Bolt. Look at the Bravo. Mm-hmm. There's some other very, very good IRA products that you can get into that uh, are going to be fantastic scopes. You're not going to get the flexibility, but if you're looking for a thermal scope only, uh, there would be some better options. Yep. 100% agree. I mean, I think uh, fantastic little unit, very fair price. I think there's a lot of bang packed into this little thing for the buck. Mm. Uh, we really, really do like it. Uh, I think that um, you just need to know what you're going to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. again, I mean, Hans explained that really, really well. I don't think there's any need in me uh, trying to, to beat that horse. I think he, he, he said that really well. Image quality on this thing is great. Uh, I want to say this. Uh, if you're going to spend, um, okay, so this unit's $3,000, and let's say you're going to mount it on the rifle and you're going to use these quick detach options, options mm-hmm. you're going to spend another $329. So you're at $3,330. Hans, is my math right? You're better than me at this. So, yeah. Right. Two, yeah. 230 So, yeah, you're at 3300 basically. If all you're going to do is use it as a rifle scope with a quick detach mount for $3,300, I think there's better options. You know, I, I think, like he said, you got the, the Bravo uh, that's that's uh, thirty five hundred. You know, from IRA, you've got the IRA Bolt that's thirty three hundred. Um, I think those for dedicated scopes, they're going to give you number one more magnification. They're going to give you three power. They're going to give you a better image quality. Uh, while this is really good, uh, it is not the same image quality is that you're going to get out of an IRA Bravo or an IRA Bolt in this, you know, very similar price range. But again, those units are three times as big as this and they don't <laughs> do all of this. So you got to know what you're buying. Guys, we harp on this a lot and we, we can't say this enough, but thermal optics are tools and you can, you know, I've used this, this corny analogy and I'll, I'll use it again, but you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot and there can be a garden rake and a shovel hanging up side by side and they can both be 12 or $15. And you can buy that garden rake and you can go out there if you work really, really hard and you can probably dig a hole with it. You could fill a hole back up. But you go out there with the shovel and, you know, you could level out your, your garden, level out that dirt, but sure be a lot easier with the rake. The two tools are both 
you know, garden or dirt related tools. They're the same price. They hang side by side. But if you buy the wrong one for the job, you're going to struggle. You might make it work. And if you don't know any better, you know, if you've all you've got to rake and you've never seen a shovel, then you go, man, is, this is, is there another way to dig a hole? You know, I didn't know that. But that's why we really suggest if you're like, I don't know what I need. Do I need a rake or a shovel? Do I need this unit or do I need another, you know, an IRA bowl? To, that's where give us a call. Hans and I use every single one of these optics. And it doesn't matter to us whether you buy this unit or you buy a Bolt or a Bravo or, or some other brand or so. We don't care. We want to sell you what works best for your application. We do care about that because if you get something and it's the wrong thing, you're not happy with it, then it's not good for us. We want happy customers. We want people that, that buy and they go out there and they go, this is fantastic. I love it. I'm so glad I did it. I can't wait to go tell my buddies about this and then they're going to come to us. All right. So happy customers are good for us. It's good for the whole industry. Uh, more people get into it because of it, but I can tell you if you go spend and I don't care whatever it is, if it's $2,000 or it's five or six or $7,000 and all you've got is some Facebook comments that you've read and some, you know, you maybe you've watched some YouTube videos and you, I think this is what I need, but I'm not sure. And you go spend whatever, two, three, four, five, six thousand $6,000 and you get it and you get out there. And after about a month or two of using it, you go, Ooh, this is not working. Like I thought that's a bad feeling. And yeah. we don't, we don't want that. That's why we produce this show. That's why Hans and I make ourselves available to our customers. Uh, you know, call us, 877-350-1818. Uh, you can talk to us. We will help you figure out which one of these optics you need. Then we can help you with the purchase. And then after you get it, we can help you answer all your questions, whether it's zeroing, whether it's setup, whether it's, hey, why is my unit doing this or what's going That's what we're here for. And if you're spending this kind of money, you want to make sure you get the right optic. And this is going to be the right optic for a lot of people. And it's going to be the wrong optic for some other people. Yeah, I agree with that. So, again, if you uh, are interested in this optic or any other optic, give us a call, 877-350-1818. Uh, you can find all the optics right there on the website, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. If you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, The Late Night Vision Show, go give us a subscri uh, subscribe. Thank you all for watching on Spotify. Thank you for watching on Facebook. Share it. Uh, that helps the show. Uh, any good ratings, we really appreciate it. We love producing the show. We love doing it. Um, you know, it's nice when people call up and they uh, want to purchase an optic from us and they say, hey, we we saw you and the, the, the way that we learned about you was from the show, the Late Night Vision Show. So we appreciate that. And thank you for, for taking the time out of your busy day to give us a listen. So if you want to find uh, Jason on all the socials, you can do so at Outdoor Legacy Gear on Facebook, Instagram, uh, on YouTube, on the hunting forums. A lot of guys call in and say, hey, I talked to Jason on the on the hunting forums. So uh, he's very active over there. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram, H-A-N-S-E-T-X. It's Hans E-T-X on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, and as always, make sure that you check out our website, thelatenightvisionshow.com for all of our uh, present episodes, past episodes, there, anywhere in between. And uh, we appreciate being able to bring this show to you every week.
Guys, I want y'all to stay tuned. We have got a couple big shows coming very soon. Um, some some uh, reviews on some optics that we have been testing behind the scenes, pre-production, before these units are released. These are going to be some big shows. A uh, lot of interest is going to be generated on these optics. Uh, we can't talk about it all right now, but I can just tell you in the next few weeks, uh, there's going to be some, I know of at least two in particular, really exciting shows, optics that, again, uh, you have probably heard of, but uh, you don't know much about because they uh, haven't been, you know, they're, they're not released, they're not out in the wild yet, uh, but Hans and I have, have had some of these units for a couple months now using mm -hmm. them. Uh, kind of, kind of keep the lid on things, uh, but we are excited about these shows because I think there's going to be um, a, a lot of of excitement in, in the industry around a couple of these optics. So y'all, stay tuned. The late night vision show that is your place for all the latest, the greatest, and the breaking news in the thermal and night vision night vision hunting <laughs> world. All right, guys, we will see y'all next week. That's the plan. Between now and then. Y'all stay safe and keep making those bacon pancakes.